I have a question. Yeah. And the question, and the reason I asked you about creepy crawlies, <laughs> um, is, would you rather have five hundred tarantulas crawling in your house, or a thousand crickets <laughs> jumping around your room? Oh, they're and... both horrid. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That's why. I, yeah, I thought it was no, quite funny. I would. I would have to go for the crickets. No way I'm having tarantulas near me. I, spiders freak me out a lot. Interesting. But crickets, crickets do as well because they you don't really know where they're going to go, you know. But I feel like tarantulas are dangerous, no? Well, they, I suppose they can be. I suppose. But then how would you sleep with a thousand crickets in your room? Oh my! They make they make noise, don't they? They make a lot of oh. noise, and they jump around. <laughs> like you might open your mouth, and it just. Oh. Is there an option to move house? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, good. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep if spiders were in my house either. Oh wow! I would go for the crickets. I've made my choice. Solid choice. Mm. Solid choice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Quarantine and Biscuits, my brand new podcast. This is episode two, uh, and today I'm joined by the lovely Ellie Bootsman. <laughs> <laughs> Insert audience applause now. <laughs> Ellie, if you want to give a, just a short intro to who you are. Uh, my name is Ellie. Uh, I'm a friend of Dan's. We've known each other from doing drama together for quite a few years now. That's perfect. I mean, it's more than enough. <laughs> oh, well done. Sorted. Yeah, I think we should probably just get right into it. And it's a bit of a change of pace from last week's. So obviously last week's was creativity and lockdown. Um, <laughs> so this week, I thought we could talk about conspiracies. Yeah, because who doesn't love a conspiracy theory? Exactly. I mean, there are some really odd ones out there and you may know some of these but what I'm going to do is I'm going to I've got a list I mean it says 20 of the internet's craziest conspiracy theories however I don't know if I'll do all 20 because some of them are a bit naff like (laughs) even from like a random perspective they're just not that interesting (laughs) um but I thought yeah we'll, we'll have a go at these today and see and uh I don't know if you know of any yourself but, like, if you've got any, feel free to interject at any point. Right, okay. So we can start off strong. So, I mean, you've heard... <laughs> this makes me laugh. So you've heard of, obviously, you know, the Beatles. Yeah. It's a, it's a little band. Just um, a small one. Yeah, quite small, quite small following. <laughs> Been around for some time now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was this thing that, obviously... Well, Paul McCartney had died. Yeah. At some point. I believe this. Do you believe it? Yeah. I know what you're going to say. Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, obviously I was going to say there's the one, the theory that he was dead at some point. Is that where you thought this was going? Yeah, but then he got replaced <laughs> by another Paul. <laughs> by another, another Paul they just grabbed. <laughs> yes, yeah. It sort of goes on leaps and bounds from that theory. So obviously that theory is out there. But this theory, this theory says that actually the Beatles never existed at all. Whoa. Like, you know, completely non-existent. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it does make me laugh when I read it, though, I will be honest. But basically, it says here, forget the old chestnut that Paul is dead. That's amateur hour stuff. <laughs> uh, how about this one? From the moment they began, the Beatles were fake. And they were a fake band staffed by a revolving cast of almost, almost identical actors. Oh, so now, true. And, and I, I will say, the theory is backed up with the evidence that um, someone once said, it's interesting to note that there were different shapes and sizes and styles of eyebrows over the oh, years. I have read about this. And, like, obviously they all went through quite different phases and everything. I've read about this. Do you know what? If it was any other band, I'd straight out be no. 
But I feel like there's something about the Beatles that makes me slightly <laughs> think that could be a possibility. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I thought this was brand new to me. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know people were like, oh, yeah, they, they never existed. I didn't yeah. think that was a, a normal thing. I don't think it is a normal thing. <laughs> but I don't know. There's just something about them that I think, you know what? Maybe, maybe they were replaced quite a few times. <laughs> oh, then you get, I mean, it gets you thinking, doesn't it? What about all these other yeah. bands? Do you think there are other bands that could have had this possibility? Bands just didn't exist in the first place. Do you think no band has ever existed? Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. We are getting into some yeah. deep stuff. <laughs> and this is only number one. Like, that's amazing. Okay, so what I'll do is, as we go through them, I'll get you to say yay or nay. Okay. So if you think they exist, or if you think you agree with the theory mm-hmm. then obviously say yay if you're not nay so i mean your opinion on that i'm just gonna give it a yay why not <laughs> uh, why not <laughs> i mean yeah that's crazy okay well from one extreme to another mm-hmm. barack obama could control the weather <laughs> how is there more information on this there is slightly more information. I will give you, I'll give you a bit of it, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, so during both his terms, it was alleged that President Obama deliberately manipulated <laughs> manipulated the weather to deflect attention away from the White House in times of scandal. Right. In May two thousand and thirteen, after a mile wide, oh sorry, I read that so wrong, a mile wide tornado struck Moore, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, and killed twenty four people right-leaning broadcasters and internet truthers suggested that the USAF had caused a disaster on purpose to distract from a series of governmental controversies. God, that's a... Blimey. (laughs) You got there in the end. Um, well, this one's a bit out there, isn't it? How does one control the weather? Yeah, I mean... I'll be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would be, I could believe in like the government putting things in place to distract from other things that are going on, in general. But I don't know about the weather. <laughs> That's quite a, quite a tall order. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a nay. A nay. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a lot of people just you know don't like Barack Obama really. I think that's probably where that's come from. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stemmed from that, to be honest. Uh, oh, I mean, this is a big one. And it's a well-known one. Like, really well-known. Um, this is the theory that the Earth is flat. Obviously, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am interested, actually. Like, obviously... I don't want to say obviously because there might be people that believe the earth is flat um, and if there are guys you can get in contact <laughs> um, I, but yeah I go on I don't believe it but fair enough if you do believe it um... you know I once I once you know I was in a plane and I took a photo of the sunset as you do you know that mm-hmm. stereotypical sort of photo um, and I once showed it yeah. To um, well, someone I used to work with, and I showed them, and he was adamant, adamant that it was flat, really? based off that photo because he said it was, you know, where's the circle, and I thought, you know, and you think I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't even know how to talk. <laughs> no, um, and he was adamant, and he still to this day thinks it's completely flat yeah there's a lot of flat earthers out there really um yeah definitely i you know going off of the science of it um i just feel like it's it's circle round what shape is it (laughs) spherical it's just a sphere isn't it i suppose (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll start a new I mean, one. Just say the, the Earth is triangle. Wow. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, because there might be someone out there that does believe this, and I, I don't know what to say. I, I mean, I think it's round. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there. That's my stand on it. I can't go back on it. Um, I mean, I am interested to know what the arguments are for it. So if anyone has got any arguments to it, feel free to uh, message Ellie with all your complaints. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not me. Um, okay, so yay or nay? Uh, it's a nay from me. Oh, difficult times. All right. Uh, okay, this... So sticking with the theme of science, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're nothing but educational on this podcast. Um, The Large Hadron Collider is a device for awakening an Egyptian god. And just to be clear, the god is Osiris, the god of death. (laughs) Oh, wait, is that it? That is it. That's literally it. I thought there was going to be more to it. No, I mean, I can give you a bit of the dialogue that comes after it, but... Okay. Uh, Rather than a multinational cooperative to further our scientific knowledge of atomic particles, the Large Hadron Collider is in fact a multidimensional portal intended to awaken Osiris, the Egyptian god of death. Uh, There is a website that explains how it works in further detail, but, you know... So what, if they put it into place, are they going to use it? Well, I mean, the the Hadron Collider, it does exist, doesn't it? It's there. So, but I d- yeah. I don't know how... <laughs> it just makes me laugh. I'm sorry. Um, who comes up with this stuff? Just... Who thinks? So, wait. Has someone, has someone just said the... How do you say it? Hadron, Hadron Collider. Collider. Have they just put two and two together and they've just been like, they think this exists... To awaken that. Yeah. Oh. I think it's that sort of. Right. I'm... Oh, by the way, you guys are trying to awaken Egyptian god of death. I just. That's a bit too far apart from each other for me. Okay. I don't know. Fair I don't... <laughs> I'm, I'm giving that nay. <laughs> I mean, that's a strong nay. Yeah. That was a quick nay, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. Though it would be interesting to see. If that was the case, and they did wake an Egyptian god of death, that would. Um, <laughs> I'm, but there we I'll go. I'll be keeping an eye out for that one on the news. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I've scrolled to the next one, but there's one after it that does make me laugh. This one: the moon doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, that's it. Just doesn't exist. Yeah, apparently so. No. Of course not. But, yeah. oh, sorry, I'll give you slightly more information that, you know, that makes yeah. it sound a bit more plausible. But I mean, still, apparently, yeah, the moon doesn't exist. It's a hologram put there by persons unknown. <laughs> and, and that is literally all they've got. <laughs> put there by persons unknown. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it does make you think, doesn't it? Because, I mean, there's the whole moon landing yeah. malarkey. I mean, that, you know, does yeah, not exist. That is a... But still, the moon is still there, no? Is it? Well, I mean, well, and it sounds silly, but I mean, I can't prove it because I've not been on the moon. No. Yeah, it's true. You know what? We can't. We can't. We haven't been there. Does that mean the sun also doesn't exist? Well, this is just opening up a whole new level of intrigue, really, isn't it? If the sun doesn't exist, then does the world exist? Oh, shit. <laughs> She's gone. She's gone there. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be that the sun's a hologram and someone's just turned the heating up. <laughs> um, I don't want to... I don't want to give another nay. For this one. Oh. I also don't really want to give it a yay. I mean, it's one or the other. But, I put you in a position. You know, I know. But do you know what? Let's just go for a yay. Because I haven't been on the moon. Well, <laughs> you've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Ellie yeah. Bootman believes the moon doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, I've got that on record. It's proof. <laughs> and I will be telling everyone. Everyone you know. <laughs> I want to change my answer. 
<laughs> no, too late. Sorry, moving on. <laughs> God, it's like a this is like a trap. This podcast, no. isn't it? I get you to say things, and then I'm just going to use it against you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, okay, right. So that one's a bit more plausible. I can, I can kind of, you know, what I mean, I can kind of argue with it, but I don't. I don't believe it. Um, Ellie does, but um, <laughs> but this one is slightly different. Jay Z is a time traveling vampire. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Where? What's is? What's the evidence for this? <laughs> I'll just I'll read the section that's underneath it. It might give some clarity. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there are vast regions of the internet devoted to explaining why Jay-Z is part of the Illuminati. Yeah, we're fully aware of that. That's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. Hence, when this photo, which was taken in New York in 1939, appeared a few years ago, he was accused of being a time traveller. Nice. Um, I, hang on, I'll, I'll, click the, I'll click the link to the photo just to see if I can find it. Oh, wow, it says post not found. Well, I'll tell you what, that's the government. Yep. Uh <laughs> Do you know what? We'll give that a yay because someone's hiding something there. <laughs> uh, oh, apparently there's loads. Really? There's a video that lists other old-time celebrity lookalikes, temporal anomalies, as it would say, as well as suggesting that Hollywood stars don't age because they're immortal, blood-sucking undead. <laughs> Not because they're stuffed with Botox, then, is the thing that follows that. <laughs> <laughs> I like this website, whoever's written these things. Uh, yeah, honestly. Oh, no, this is hilarious. Okay. Dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. Were dinosaurs and the pyramids around at the same time? A pyramid was discovered in Ukraine, and it dates from the Jurassic period. So it's not just the pyramids, but it's also other pyramids on the side. So they must be, you know, like contract workers. (laughs) I mean, someone had to do it, no? I mean, that's true. I mean, there's a whole idea of aliens. That's a thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, before you give me your logical answer to this, um, <laughs> I want to put an image into your head. Yeah. Imagine a T-Rex. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now imagine him holding a tiny hammer. <laughs> yep. Now imagine him trying to build with said tiny hammer. It's it's going to be quite difficult for him, isn't it? He's just going to be waving his little arms around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I've little like builders' hats on, and ah, <laughs> uh, and imagine, but then they wouldn't need. I don't think they'd need machinery because um, they're all like all dinosaurs have different like shapes and sizes, so they could all like use each other to their advantage. Effectively, someone's watched the Flintstones one time, yeah, and thought it was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's where this is really going. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it a nay. Oh, sad times. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, T Rex and your tiny hammer. Okay, I mean, all right. Okay, so this is the next one. Uh, we all live in the Matrix, which I think is, I think that's a known one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it does carry on. It says we live in the Matrix. And billionaires want to break us out of it. Right. <laughs> can you go into a little bit more I c- detail I on can. the Matrix? Okay, so it says here... Oh, wait, have you seen the Matrix? I think I've seen it once a long time ago. Can't confirm what happens in it. Basically, it's the whole idea that, you know, we live in this fake world this uh okay oh god i'm trying to explain the matrix within like a short space of time basically (laughs) human beings were enslaved by robots who are using them as fuel or something and as a way to while they harvest humans and stuff as a way of keeping us occupied they plug us into the matrix which is this world that we live in now where it's Mm -hmm. you know we think it's normal life but then, you know, when someone dies in the Matrix, they get pulled out of. And you, you I think, you know, yes. that sort of thing. Does that make sense? 
Wow. I mean, you okay. should definitely watch The Matrix. There's going to be a lot of people going, you've not seen The Matrix? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think uh, I think I have, I just, not for a long time. That, I, do you know what? Yeah, I'd believe that. Okay, let's, all right, forget the billionaires for a second. Yeah. Do you think that we, we might live in The Matrix? Yeah, potentially. Who knows? There, there's all sorts of things, isn't there, where people think there's, like, glitches in like real life where they think it's oh that's the matrix <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> yeah i think it just saw a bit of the matrix <laughs> yeah literally it's honestly there's people that are like and they think like certain events and stuff are glitches in the matrix and we're just all trained to think it's completely normal anytime anytime something happens now i'm just gonna blame it on the matrix oh yeah 100 percent. every time you get deja vu the matrix it's the matrix mm. you burn your toast the, the matrix, matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but then the other part to that was that the billionaires are trying to get us out of it. Right, yeah. So yeah. it says here, uh, where is it? Oh, the New Yorker's Tad Friend, I don't know what that means, Tad Friend claims that many people in Silicon Valley are obsessed with the idea that we're all living a Matrix-like simulation. And two tech billionaires have gone so far as to secretly engage in site. It says secretly engage scientists, not in scientists. That's a very different... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Secretly engage scientists to work on breaking us out of the simulation. So basically they're saying that people with money are spending money on a way to get us out of it. Right. I mean, I believe that billionaires would be spending their money on that rather than, I don't know, trying to... Donate money to help, to help other people or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I suppose that's more a fact, surely, if they've just said, like, billionaires are spending money into hiring scientists. It's more of a fact to, that they're yeah, doing Yeah, I mean, it's not a fake sort of... Yeah. I guess. But it's more, I think, the idea... I think the, the main level of this is the Matrix. Do you believe in the Matrix being a thing? I think that's where this is yeah. going. Just because billionaires are spending money on it, I don't think it means anything. (laughs) You never know. Potentially, it could be a thing. I'd give that a go. (laughs) Okay. All of these are very, like, loose yays. I wouldn't... I don't... (laughs) This is me just... Well, everyone except for the... Everyone except for the moon not existing. Of course, yeah. Like, you're fully supportive of that. (laughs) This podcast will ruin me. Oh, uh, you know what? And on that note, I am going to point out, Ellie did tell me just before this um, <laughs> that contrary to the name of the, the podcast, she is not having a quarantine. No. She's having a quarant fancy Instagram coffee. Yes, all right. I'm having a quarantine, quarant, how do I say it? Quarant coffee and it's iced and it's the one of those whipped coffees that they make on Instagram because... Do you know what? It's a lovely summer's day and I just wanted that. And I'm sorry. Is it nice though? Out of interest. Yeah. I will be, you know. It is nice. I've attempted to make it a few times. But somehow they make it look so easy but somehow I've like just not quite done it right. But it's pretty nice. <laughs> I'd recommend it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. On my tea-based podcast, she recommends coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. no I, I've seen a lot of them. I just didn't think they would actually taste as not... You know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. things where you see you think, oh... Are people just trending with it and, you know, it's I not mean, actually a nice thing? I think you could just make a nice, a normal iced coffee and it, it wouldn't taste that different. But, oh, but yeah, this enough. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> just out of curiosity, how much work went into making that one coffee? It, it might have been about 10 minutes work. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I know. That's, that's a lot. But. You know, lots of people got time on their hands at the moment. Yeah, that is true. Learning new skills. Yeah. Can't go wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to change it up a bit now. Um, Because I want to ask you... Well, not ask you. I want to put these conspiracy theories to you. Okay. Uh, but I want you to bear in mind one thing. They're all very true. Okay. Okay, so they're not just conspiracy theories. They are conspiracy theories with truth. They are a thing. 
Right. I mean, this one, this one's pretty heavy. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's pretty dark, so I won't dwell on it too long. Um, <laughs> but there's the the horror of Project Sunshine. Uh, and this is all about Hiroshima and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like I say I don't want to get into it too much. But the whole conspiracy was that the government was stealing dead bodies to do radioactive testing. Right. And, and the truth is, yeah, the government was stealing parts of dead bodies, right? Because they needed young tissue. Wow! How crazy is that? Yeah, it, that makes sense. So, is this the thing that like it was a conspiracy theory, but now it's been proven true? Well, yeah, I think it's that element mm. of it because there there are a lot of dated ones, so like they're old. Wow! So, who would like collect the bodies? Well, it says here um, they recruited a worldwide network of agents to find recently deceased... Oh, this is dark. No, that is way too dark. You have to say it. (laughs) Uh, Deceased Mm -hmm. children. How grim. Oh, my God. Wow. Jeez. God, this is is taking a turn from iced coffee. It's just... Let's just let that sit for a minute. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, oh, okay. Well, moving on. We'll move on. Okay. Oh, this is an interesting one. So, the conspiracy is during the prohibition, the government poisoned alcohol to keep people from drinking. They they did what? They poisoned alcohol? Yeah. Really? But, like, how yeah. strong the poison that would kill them? Well... Uh, the truth is manufacturers of industrial alcohol had been mixing their product with dangerous chemicals for years prior to prohibition. So this is a... Oh, so this is saying that it's it's always had bad chemicals anyway. But between 1926 and 1933, the federal government pushed manufacturers to use stronger poisons wow. to discourage bootleggers from turning their alcohol into moonshine. That's... So, I mean, the horrible fact about that is it was already a thing. Yeah. And they just made it more of a thing. And then they were like, actually, guys, I like what you're yeah. doing here. I like your work. Um, work. If you could just... You could just add some more, more, add some more poison to that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. This is a, a big one, but I'll, I'll keep it brief. The government is spying on you. Yes. Whoa. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a very strong yes. That was no, like, I literally I'm yes. looking I'm looking at my laptop now and I cover up my camera and I've got a label that says the government is watching. <laughs> <laughs> um I that's true. If you watched um Snowden. Uh I don't know actually. I don't what you have was it a particular it. program? It's was um it... what is it, a documentary I think? Or maybe it's a I know it's a film, but it's based on a true story. Right. Like this okay, guy yeah. He's called Edward Snowden. And oh, I know. Oh, sorry. I do know Snowden. Yeah. No, I just didn't know if it was a particular program or film that I had to watch. Yeah. Because there's, there's probably quite a few now. Yeah, there's a film and I think it's just called Snowden. And yeah, he basically like um, was a whistle, whistleblower and um, just told everyone that the government are looking at you through your cameras on your phones and on your laptops and like they can have access to it. Well... Yeah. I think well, maybe collectively not. just covered their screens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I covered mine. <laughs> I'll be honest, actually I do have a cover on my um my laptop anyway. You know one of those plastic ones that goes across it. Yeah. Um but I got rid of it because it was all gunky. So now I do just have a piece of tape. Mm-hmm. Um because you never know, especially with Zoom, what if you're not ready and you open it up and <laughs> you're just there. <laughs> so true. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no. In terms of the more, mm. the darker element of it, yeah. Yeah, cool. but I say like I cover up my laptop, but my phone obviously I never cover up. So there's just like yeah. so much footage of me, like my chins on my front camera, <laughs> just like staring <laughs> at my phone. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that's the that's the main worry. All your chins are out there now. I know. Oh, they're gonna <laughs> leak it. <laughs> okay. All right. This one, I'll make this one very quick. But it has a nice little link. No, well, I say it has a link to me and you. It okay. doesn't in the sense of what it acts. I, you're right. I'll just I'll read it out to you. Okay. 
So apparently there's a conspiracy. The Gulf of Tonkin incident on August the 2nd, 1964 was faked to provoke American support for the Vietnam War. Wait, it was faked? Apparently so. That's what the conspiracy is. The truth is, mm-hmm. by the time news reached American ears, the facts surrounding the North Vietnamese attack on the American naval ship Maddox were already fuzzy. So declassified intelligence documents have since revealed that the Maddox had provided support for South Vietnamese attacks on a nearby island. Mm-hmm. The event opened the floodgates for direct military involvement. So it wasn't necessarily faked, but it was, I think it, everyone thinks it was faked. Right, okay. But the truth behind it is, there is an element of truth that it provoked an attack, yeah. you know, the response, but it wasn't necessarily faked. Okay. Interesting. And now, I mean, the only the reason there's a link there <laughs> between me and you is because for as long as I can remember, there's been a, a running gag between me and yeah. you. Um, so a lot of the times in random conversation with people, I'm going to make this very brief, but it's quite funny. So if me and Ellie are in a conversation with people, there could be something... I don't even know what set it off in the first place. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what made it originally happen. But basically, there's the whole idea that we just suddenly turn into, like, NAM veterans. (laughs) And we recount our time in the Vietnam War. Bearing in mind, me and Ellie probably have no idea, really, of the extent of everything. no idea. But for some reason, it was was a running gag. And every now and again, you go just like no. Nah. Yeah, and then it would just we'd be in this random conversation. It would just suddenly go really serious. A hundred percent. And at the end, you should follow our socials definitely. But <laughs> if you look through the socials, you might just find that every now and again, me and Ellie have a conversation, or someone will post something, and without any context or forewarning, we would just recount. No. A war story yeah. that we've just made up. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them as well. <laughs> so uh, I've got the book that Ellie got for me for my birthday one year, yeah. where we've written in it. Mm-hmm. I may share some images. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mm. there's the connection between us and Nam. <laughs> <laughs> Good explanation. Oh dear. <laughs> So we'll come away from conspiracies. I think we've had enough of that. Yeah. No on. more fake. Move on. Uh, it was good though. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff out there. I'll be honest. Yep. And I learned. I learned some things about myself <laughs> as well as about yourself lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. So this segment, sticking with the theme of top tens, as on uh, last week. I don't know if you heard. I asked Pierce about his top ten things to achieve in lockdown. Well. This yeah. week, Ellie, I've got a toughie. I would like your top ten favourite songs of all time and the reason as to why you've picked those songs. It doesn't have to be a massive reason. It could be just that you like them. Yeah. But I would just like to know. And I know this is a tough one because mm-hmm. everyone's got so many favourite songs and there's so many different reasons for them. But I want you to narrow them down to ten. Yeah. So, lucky for you, I listened to the podcast Desert Island Discs. Do you know that? No, I don't. Where you basically, you have to pick your favourite songs um, that you would take with you to a desert island if you had nothing else. Oh, perfect. So I had actually already made a playlist in the hope that I can't wait for one day when I'll be asked to go on that podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until then, you're on Um, mine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I've actually, I've I've had them prepared for a while. Um, My first one would be I'd Rather Go Blind by Etta James. Um, I just think it's actually my all-time favourite song. It's such a beautiful song. Um, It kind of like makes my heart hurt a little bit. Um, But yeah, it's just so beautiful. Uh, My second one, I don't actually know how to say this. It's Tub Thumping (laughs) (laughs) by by Chumbawamba. Sorry, I just took a mouthful of tea. Um, as you, what did you say? Tub tub thumping. I really hope I'm saying this right. Oh my! It's, let me sing it. It's the one. It's the song that's like, I get knocked down 
that I get up. Oh, here. right. You were never going to keep me down. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah. Yeah, um, and basically, when, when I was born, um, I came out and I needed to be resuscitated because I wasn't breathing. And I was in hospital for, like, a good week after I was born, and my parents were really worried. There were loads of, like, things that the doctors were saying that might go wrong with me. Oh, and my Jesus. dad listened to that song on the way to the hospital, like, yeah. every day. And since then, it's kind of just been our song. And whenever it comes on, we'll, like, start just jumping up and down in the room and singing oh. it. Um, so it just reminds me of him. And it just it's quite a good song if you're feeling down as well. Oh, that's really nice. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, not um, the whole... The backstory, obviously, is a bit traumatic. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's really nice. <laughs> but I'm fine, so... Yeah. Um, it's a nice ending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my next song would be Stargirl by McFly. Oh, classic. So got, yeah, so I got my other one that reminds me of my dad, and this one reminds me of my mum. When I was six, my mum got me a McFly CD, and obviously I was six years old, so I didn't really listen to it, but my mum did, and she got quite into McFly. <laughs> and since since I've seen them about 30 to 40 times in concert, um and knows all the lyrics to all their songs and just is absolutely obsessed. So um, that's my favourite McFly song. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> um, and the next one would be Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. Uh, they it, don't exist. I don't, yeah, I don't know what generation of the Beatles <laughs> it was by. Whoever, whoever, yeah. whoever was doing it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, this was the first Beatles song that I was like properly introduced to um, by my friend and um, it just got me into the Beatles and got me into a lot of other music and so it reminds me of that and it's a really beautiful song. Oh, nice. Lovely. Uh, I think. <laughs> it is a really lovely... Sorry. <laughs> I know. Lovely story. Well, I asked... Yeah, I mean, I was expecting such interesting sort of backstory so it's quite nice to get that actually. Yeah, I just, I love music and I always have like, I feel like I have quite a personal connection with mm. songs um, and they really like bring me back to certain times. Oh, nice. So, the yeah. next one, saying that, the next one, <laughs> the reason I like it, is Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac. Right, and okay. I just love this because it's the most witchiest song ever and <laughs> I like love like witchy, witchy vibes and this song just brings me so many witchy vibes. <laughs> Can I get a rendition of it? The rendition. Do you know it? I don't. So I, I now. Well, I can go look at it, and I will. But I feel like I need at least a ten-second clip of you yeah. singing it. Oh, oh, wow! I'm put on the spot. Let me oh, just yeah. prepare myself. You can edit this out. Let me just prepare. Uh, just, <laughs> just for the notes, I will not edit this out. But yeah, I definitely will. I'm, I'm not winking. I don't know why. I've just like suddenly like all the lyrics have left my mind. Just give me a second. <laughs> okay. Um, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I, I'm okay. getting comfy, all right? Yannan rings like a bell through the night and won't you love to love her? Do you know it? No, but that was fantastic. <laughs> well done. Like a bird oh, oh god she's still going <laughs> will be <laughs> just you must listen i will i mean i didn't think you were going to carry on you 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 started off with a bit of hesitation and then it was just not stopping uh, i just want to keep going if i'm honest um <laughs> <laughs> my next song is candy by paolo natini oh yes I do know um, this song, I listened, what was it? I had, it was my first few days on like my longest stint in Calais. And mm. um, I went, we went to, we used to have like little gatherings in the caravans we lived in. And um, they played this song and everyone was just like singing along to it. And I made such amazing friends in Calais. And um, you just have these like really lovely connections with the friends you make there. And this song just like, Gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it because it reminds me of that and just reminds oh, nice. me of like being with them. Mm. Um, so yeah, just always reminds me of that and I love it. Um, 
My next one is Don't Wanna Fight by Alabama Shakes. Okay, yeah. Great song. Just, I there's not much more to say about it. It's just a great Fair song. Fair enough. Brittany Howard's voice is incredible. Uh, I've kind of cheated on this one. Okay. I've just put all of Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> just every single Amy Winehouse. I was trying to pick one because I love her song so much, but I just couldn't. So you're just gonna you're gonna have it all. Fair enough. Um, I, I can't agree with you more there. To be honest, I do love yeah. a bit of Amy Winehouse. Yeah, and then the last two, I I don't know if these would really be my favourite songs for a long time, but at the moment I'm really liking them, and I just recommend people listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is called Free Room by Raven Lene and okay. Appleby. And then the next one's called The Big Unknown by Elder Island. And they're just like really lovely songs, especially if you're like driving in your car or something. They're yeah. just quite chill vibes to listen to. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Well, wow. oh, that was really, that was genuinely really interesting. I like, I love hearing the backstory because <laughs> I think, well, no, because I think so many people have so many, you know, songs that have such a personal meaning to them. It's quite yeah. nice sometimes to hear that. And like hear yeah. what the actual meanings are, obviously without being too intrusive. But um, yeah, no, yeah. it's really good. Ah, Thanks. well, that was a success. I like that. Well done. Now, if you've heard the first podcast, um, I did say I would make a, a jingle for this. Uh, I haven't yet, <laughs> but I will. Um, but it'll go something a bit like this. Do 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 do. What's on your radar? <laughs> I mean, I don't know where the do do's come from, but I really thought I'd add them in. I don't. Uh, I don't think you need a jingle. I think that's perfect, just like that. I might just literally cut that out and play that every time over the speaker, Definitely. so you, everyone can hear this. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so yeah. This segment is effectively a chance for you to talk about something that you've either you've watched, you've listened to, you've you've done, or you've heard, you know, anything at all. Um, and basically just give your reasons to why it's on your radar and why it should be on somebody else's. Okay. Um, so, what have, I, what have I been doing recently? I'm going to recommend a book Ooh, for everyone nice. to read. It's called Girl, Woman, Other uh, by Bernadine Evaristo. I think that's how you say that. Um, It's an incredible book. Like, I picked it up and I just didn't put it down for like a week and read it within a week. Um, And it just follows the story of 12 uh, different characters and they all kind of have an intertwined journey. Um, But you just get different segments of their life. Um, And it's amazing. It's really, really, really good. And it talks about like race, gender, sexuality, um, like friendship, like loads of different things. And it's just really incredible. Like I did not put it down. Um, So I would recommend that to everyone. Uh, And I have been watching recently uh, The Money Heist. Right. I've heard a lot about this, but I've still not watched it is it actually worth a watch I mean, what is yes. it even is it a th- like a fake thing or is it fictional because uh, i genuinely i know nothing about it so i i watched the first episode maybe like three months ago and i just haven't watched the rest of it since um but i decided my friends recommended it again and i decided to watch it and it's so good i'm only on the season two but it's like the most stressful show but also like Oh, it's just amazing! Like you will just you watch one episode and you have to watch the next episode. Okay, so without spoiling away. it necessarily, mm-hmm. what is it about? Very briefly, it's about eight people and they perform a heist, um, and it's Spanish. It's all in Spanish, so just do it with subtitles um, if you need them. Yeah, I mean, if and... you're Spanish, this is ideal, right up your street. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and basically, yeah, it's about that. But there's loads of different like other tales and. Um, different things go on with the police team who are um, trying to deal with the highest. They take they take a bunch of hostages in. Um, so they're trying to save the hostages. Host- hostages? Post- <laughs> hostages? 
Is that how you say it? Hostage. What? Hostage. Jizz. Hostage. Host- yeah, hostage. hostage. Right, hostages. <laughs> right, I think we've got to a point where we've said a word so much, it doesn't sound like a real word. No, let's just move on. <laughs> People that are kept against their will. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, basically... But it's, it's quite complicated. It's not just as simple as, like, the bad and the good guys and you, you like everyone and you also hate people from different teams. And it's just really great. I'd recommend. And there's a lot to watch from it. Like, okay. there's, I think, four seasons. So, and they're all, like, each episode's, like, an hour long each, um, which can seem quite daunting to some people when starting a show. But just do it. Normally that, for me, feels like it's going to be a really good show because... Mm-hmm. I would just go through them like no tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, completely. So I might have to I watch. I might even watch one today, actually. Do it. And then I'll end up watching five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've actually got a recommendation that I would like to put out there. Um, and it's a Netflix show again. It's something I've been watching recently. I, I've watched it before. Um, have you heard of Community? Yes. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> then this is going to be a lot easier. Community is an amazing show. I cannot stress enough how. I mean, it had a bit of a. But don't get me wrong. It started off really good, and there was a bit where it di- like sort of dipped a bit. Mm-hmm. But then I think it finished kind of strong. But I would love to have seen more. But it's on Netflix. It's got an amazing cast. Um, it's one of the places where my love for. Donald Glover or Childish Gambino really sort of kicked off because he's just he's just so funny and I know he's written 30 Rock as well but he's honestly so funny in that and if anyone wants something nice and easy to watch that's quite funny 100% go to Community on Netflix it's just insane um yeah I think it's great but there we go Um, I support that thank god it's just (laughs) yeah it's just so funny (laughs) Right, uh, and now we're going to move on to a section that I like to call... I mean, there's still no jingle for this one either, but maybe I should make one. Do... <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. What's your plug? Oh, that could be good. Amazing. Okay, yeah, so that's What's Your Plug. Uh, and this is a part of the show where you get to talk about something you're working on. It could be like a small business. It could be you know, uh, a charity or a cause or any anything at all you, you want to talk about that you're involved with directly or indirectly, I suppose. Um, just a chance for you to shout it out, really, for the world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, have you got anything you'd like to bring up? I do indeed. Uh, <laughs> so if you know me, it's probably no surprise that I'm going to plug <laughs> this <laughs> charity. Um, but basically, during this pandemic and everything, uh, I feel like one thing it might have kind of done for everyone is shown like how quickly your situation can change in the way you're living and like our normal lives that we go about, they can just change like so easily and so quickly. And it's not just like a virus that could kick that off. It's things such as war and persecution and lots of other different reasons. And it, it's caused things like that have caused people to flee their countries for years Um, and climate change and, poverty like extreme poverty um and lots and lots of different reasons why people would have to flee their countries and so today i want to plug a um charity called choose love also known as help refugees who are basically just doing amazing work to help support refugees and displaced people um across europe the middle east and mexico um they're just an incredible organization uh, if you head to their Instagram page uh, at Choose Love, you can see all about the work they're doing. Um, and at the core of the charity is just a group of people who really, really care um, and really are just trying to do their best. Um, and what's great as well, like you might not have the money to donate, but um, what you can do is also just follow their Instagram, share what they um, are putting out there about the situation they also they share positive stories but they also share the realities for some people as well um which can sometimes be quite hard to read but it's super important that we kind of educate ourselves on it um and yeah just head to their page and check out what they're doing um educate yourselves on it all um they're just an amazing organization 
uh, and on an extra one of that, <laughs> I'd also like to plug my friend's um, charity called the Calais Food Collective. Um, and they are currently providing uh, or distributing cold food packs to um, people in Calais and Dunkirk who currently don't have like a stable food p- provision. Um, and they're doing really amazing work. They've only been going for about a month um, because they set up because of Corona and because of the gap that Corona left for people trying to access food who are having to live um, in tents without shelter there. Um, and they could really do support with do with some support with donations to keep on going and distributing things like rice, oil, um, sometimes fruit, um, carrots, beans, lots of really important things. So yeah. <laughs> perfect. No, that's absolutely perfect. And I know you're very passionate about it and anyone that does know Ellie uh, will know that she does a, an awful lot of work towards it. So it would be lovely if we can get some support in that area for that. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's perfect. Uh, and you mentioned their social there, but what I'll do is I'll, I'll chuck mine, Ellie's, and any other socials that she'd like to add in uh, into the description below. So you can check that out uh, at your leisure. Or leisure. Ugh, that's that weird. <laughs> and another shout-out I would love to do right now, actually, is for the wonderful Abby Debray. Now, Abby Debray has done a bit of a redesign on my logo and on my cover art and um it is fantastic i cannot thank her enough for what she's done and i would insist that everyone goes to check out her page she uh, does take commissions as well so uh if you ever want any art done or anything designed please head over to her because she is fantastic now i will be changing with the cover art to that so you can see that hopefully on this episode so there you go ellie's part of that as well <laughs> um but no, honestly, uh, she's fantastic. And I'll put her name in the description below. Um, do go and check her out. She is fantastic. Um, yeah, and I think on that note, we are at the end of our conversation. We're, we're nearing the end now. <laughs> the end is nigh. Which is, uh, it's been, <laughs> the end is nigh. Uh, God, that's another conspiracy, but there we go. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. It's yeah. been lovely to catch Thank up with you, Ellie. Thank you for Ellie. having me. It yeah, really has. it's been great. Um, I feel like we've both learned a lot. <laughs> I hope everyone yep. else has too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've learned a lot about us, that's for sure. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been fantastic talking to you. And yeah, and hopefully I can get you back on here at mm. a later date. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was great. No. And I will probably put the outro here. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> outro we're just we're doing an outro <laughs> <laughs>